guys. Welcome to another Guitar Wank Podcast. Happy New Year. Hope you had a big one. I'm actually talking to you from the past because it's actually the 29th. It's Friday the 29th of December. I'm doing this ahead of time because I'm going out of town. So uh, we're going to get this one up. That's what she said. And uh, yeah, so right now it is 2018 talking to you you are in the future or am i just in the past doesn't matter i'm not going to ramble today because i'm not uh but happy new year i hope you had a fantastic one uh hope you're pumped ready to have a big 2018 i know i will be uh if as long as i'm still alive and i haven't fallen off the slopes well not there's there's not a lot of snow where i'm going i'm going to big bear for a few days here in California and um, there's no snow where the rest of the country apparently has a shitload of snow but here in California we have no snow so it's 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 all fucked up um, so there you go and I've got the cold so what a perfect way to go to the mountains and skiing with a fucking cold how annoying <laughs> anyway alright so let's just move on be real quick with this one you probably couldn't be bothered. You probably hung over. And uh, yeah, you're recovering after a big night. I hope you had a great night. Had a great gig. New Year's Eve gigs. They're always. Oh, I had some great New Year's Eve gigs. Ah, the days. All right. Um, we've got to say a big thank you to our sponsors. You know who you are. <laughs> and so look at that. Coffee. Um, three things you got to do to be in the 100 show giveaway. Remember that? Go to iTunes. Oh man, it's just sad. <coughs> I'm not. I'm not editing this. Buggy, yes. Um, go to iTunes. Leave a review. Send us an email. Tell us what you like about Guitar Wank. Dig deep. And uh, and then um, what was the third thing? Ah uh, yes, the third thing was to subscribe. That's right. To the website. Go to guitarwank.com. Subscribe. And, uh, and put all those three things into a hat and you will be in the running for some amazing prizes. That's all you got to do. You don't really have to do any more than that. That's a pretty good deal. And you know your competition isn't much because we don't have many listeners. So what a great way to start the year. You're going to be in the running for some amazing prizes. And there you go. Good start. All right. Well, happy new year. Have a great one. Be safe. We'll see you guys when we all get back. Lots of love and thank you for all the support. Let's get straight into it. Shout out McCubbin. G'day Bruce. G'day Scott. What have we got in store for the listeners this New Year's Day? And um, with, I believe we're just taking it right off from where we left off last week. And I don't even know what we said. So it could be just a, a complete later shite. So that'd be a lovely way to start your, your year. <laughs> All right. Let's go. I'm out of here. Goodbye 2017. Hello 2018. Hasta la vista, baby.
But I mean, I'm talking about people's opinions. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm you not. But I, mean, yeah, yeah. but I mean, you know, I don't really. You know, care here about you are. You know, opinions. like you're talking about, like, well, it's it's reserved, but you want to give them this, but you know, I mean, it's like, yeah, I mean, it's all okay. Whatever you decide yeah, to do just, is okay. It's all it's, good. Yeah. Whatever you feel in the moment. You know what I'm doing, or, or whatever you decide to arrange in advance. You know what okay. I'm doing this time on a record that I've never done before, and I'm really thankful to Scott Kenzie for telling me to do this because I would never. I I don't know why I didn't think of it myself. But like I've got these tunes, or I think they're three, three tunes that I have no idea if we're going to play them live. So why should I learn them? They're already composed and on the computer, right? So I'm just letting the guy. I'm just having to have the guys play to that, and then I'm just going to solo, so that there's interaction and stuff going on in the com- so in in the solo. But what the fuck is the difference if I'm playing the part? Or if the computer's playing the part, it's the same part. It's the same thing. So, but it's better you on the computer the part, because it's on the computer. Yeah, but the thing is, is on the computer, it's already layered and it sounds amazing. You know, because there's all these textures and things going on, which would be a lot more fun to th- for them to play to. Right. And then when it comes time for solo, then I'm playing and it's live and we're communicating and we're playing off each other and blah 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 blah. And then whenever you count the ending in, the end comes in and song's done so why learn all those notes if i don't even know if we're going to ever play this thing live it's just a waste of my time right if we do decide to play it live then i'll learn it you know but that's three of the 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 compositions and i know one for sure we will never play live because it's way too layered because you know i i sometimes (coughs) i make the mistake of uh you know, most of my tunes that I've been doing with this trio format have a main guitar part that I can play, and everybody knows that's the tune. But sometimes I, I want to write a tune like for a quartet, you know, where I don't want to play it chord melody. I'm sick of playing everything chord melody. I want to get my real lead tone and play a single line melody like a horn and have somebody else play chords like, an, like a piano player or another right. guitar player, and I'm the other guitar player. So there's no way to play that song live because I don't have a four-piece band. So that's just one of those tunes that'll be on the record, but we won't play on stage. Mm. But so what? Yeah. It's still going to be a fun tune to listen to. And if I ever have enough money to hire a keyboard player, <laughs> we'll you, play you, that you, song. You'll be miserable. Yeah, then I'll be miserable because <laughs> I'll have to pay him. <laughs> and you'll have to play with him on every song. Yeah, well, then I'll have to pay his ass. There was, there was something I saw online the other day. It's called the <laughs> o- OMB, One Man Band. And this, I clicked on it, it was like a Kickstarter thing they're, they're doing. They've developed this technology. And it's basically, instead of you playing to backing tracks, mm-hmm. the backing tracks play to you. It's kind of like what Jacob Collier's doing on his live show, right? It's a... This technology Ableton is, Live thing is already there in a way, isn't it? Well, this this is it has sensors on your guitar. Oh, it's a guitar thing. Yeah, it's a guitar thing. It's not so like could, a DAW thing. No, but you could sit down with your guitar and mm-hmm. this plugged into your computer, I guess. And say you start, I think it's on the simple level, you know, songwriter and just. But you're basically triggering 
the the computer to start playing another or go to another section or go to You're, here or there. When you play a G chord, it'll play a groove to your strumming and it'll play a bass part to your chord. Mm-hmm. So it's playing a backing track. Does it sound like Jamie Abersall? Does it go one, two, three, <laughs> four? <laughs> I just thought it was really interesting. It was like, wow, that's... It's amazing, incredible technology and how far will that come? But then mm-hmm. I was talking to Bruce about it and then I was like, well, it's actually encouraging you to play less with people and more by yourself even more, you know? Yeah. Like, it was just really interesting. Well, the keyboard guys have been using Ableton Live for so long now that it's become just sort of a... That shit's amazing. <clears throat> it is, you know, but but they're not... I don't think most of them are using it in just a solo situation, but they, I'm sure there are some solo yeah. pia- solo keyboard players who are doing it. But I mean, like, say, for example, Kinsey does it to, he's still playing with a bass player and drummer, right. but he's using Able, Ableton Live to bring certain loops in and certain loops out, out. when he, he can trigger it in real time real instead time. of, like, say, in Pro Tools or Digital Performer, yeah. You, yeah. We, you wouldn't be able to do that. Yeah. But that's a cool but thing. The whole, whole, how do you find, what do you guys think of the looping thing where you see musicians playing, they'll have a looping station, like Ed Sheeran, I'm not an Ed Sheeran fan, but if he'll play, and it's a one-band band. He's he's playing every instrument because he's got a looper. And to me, it's like it's okay for a couple of songs, but after that, I'm like, you fuck, I really want to listen to a band. The, you know, Kenzie's not here, so he can't defend himself, but that was... <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, Kenzie. <laughs> but that was the one thing that I really didn't like about playing in Kenzie's band, because he did use a lot of loops, and I'm not a fan of loops. Right. I, I can deal with the one-chord jam thing, because... A one chord jam can breathe. It can get soft. It can get loud. It can it can get more spatial. It can get more filled with notes. But when there's a loop going, especially when it's going at the same volume, man, you're really tied down. Well, like it's I'm, it's I'm sort talk, of you feel like you're. I'm talking about like say a, a solo guitarist. You oh, know, they well, that's tap different. and put all the loops in. Then oh. they got a bass drum, and they add like the whole instrumentation around them. Yeah, that's different. And then thing, they're though. playing. I was just curious I mean, what your thoughts on that. I mean, I think that. it's cool if it's done really well. There's so many people doing it amazingly. Like, Who? Incredible. Well, well David yeah. Torn was one of those guys, right? Yeah. David yeah. Torn's... Uh, Torn. P- Ed Sheeran, I guess he does it really. Who? Ed Sheeran, that and pop didn't guy. Didn't Robert Fripp kind of invent that whole thing? I have no idea. Robert Fripp from Kim yeah, Crimson? I, know, yeah, I mean, yeah. I think he's the guy that kind of was one of the pioneers of playing by yourself with a tape recorder and looping, looping all this stuff and adding, doing that. And then David Torn added his own vocabulary to that. He's really good at it. Yeah. There's, there's, I can't name all the guys that do it. I mean, I'm sure there's a way more it's, than I, I mean, know. it's become massively popular yeah. with a lot of people. But I just thought this one was really interesting that the backing tracks actually follow whatever you're doing. Pretty amazing technology, Great. I guess. So you drag, they drag, they rush, they rush. <laughs> you get drunk, you they play, get drunk. You play, you, you play a wrong chord, they play a wrong chord. <laughs> yeah. Great, this sounds like uh, that, really a addition to the world of music to me. Didn't Pat Metheny do something with well, like an all, all mechanical all thing? All mechanical. I, yeah. you know, I never heard that, I so did. I don't know I about it. it. How I was it? it? What's did it, it like? sound pretty stiff and mechanical? <laughs> it was, you know, well, it, you know, <laughs> Musically, particularly compositionally, I really admire Pat Metheny. Mm-hmm. I really do. And Pat is very meticulous in putting shows together. You know, uh, you know that. Mm-hmm. So it was, of course, an amazing show. 
And uh, oh, you saw it live? Yeah, I saw him do it live. Oh, okay. And uh, it was really cool. I mean, but it was all very worked out and all very orchestrated. It wasn't. Uh, no matter what he might say or not say, it wasn't an improvisational sort of like. Yeah, you wouldn't you expect know, it to I mean, be. It was really. like it was just triggers and sure. some of the things were pre-programmed obviously and you know he was just triggering stuff you know mm -hmm. and it was a very mad scientist the beauty of to me of it which was obscured in the gimmickry of it all which is just his brilliant compositional sense mm -hmm. uh you know did again i mean i was far more impressed by that than right the, than all the, the stuff gizmotic sure yeah empire of it all yeah and you know and the looper thing it's great i mean i listen to it and i'm kind of the same as you it's cool for a second it blows my mind and then it's like oh yeah that i mean can we just play music now you know that's generally my feeling I, i'm a i'm a humanist and you know i mean people poo poo me about it but that's kind of <laughs> what i like it i mean what's wrong with just playing the guitar it's real bad out there
There's nothing in my trunk, man. Open up the trunk. Yeah, one guy sitting and playing the guitar. Oh, with that. I, I, mean, I don't know. I don't know, I don't know what the world's got a problem with that. I don't know why that became uncool to do. You know, you have to bang on the guitar, and you have to even even like the banging and slamming and doing all the pushing <laughs> on and twisting the hands. I mean, that's cool for a second too, but it's like, why? What's wrong with having a solo piano or a solo guitar or a solo horn player? Just play beautiful music and tell the story. I mean, do we need to have a higher one and besides there's the, there's the just the strangeness of one person playing but you're hearing a full band mm-hmm. and and you know and and just that's the the, the 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 cultural statement that it's not okay just to hear one instrument play and then the other thing is all the people in all these rooms who are working with backing tracks and all this stuff so these these clubs are getting trios and quartets and big bands for the price of hiring one person yeah you know, so I mean, there's my brethren who are under underpaid and underworked right now, getting screwed by a, this technology, and people don't even seem to give a shit one way or the other. So to me, that that does sort of bother me on on a on a on a base level. There's there's a, there's a dissonance inside me about that. I got to be honest with you. Yeah, I I can see that side of it. I guess. A lot of musicians, I used to play in a, an act back in Australia, we were called Sexuality. Oh. Play on words there, ladies and gentlemen. Sexuality. We were a cabaret Your band. ball sack, right? God, <laughs> Sexuality. And it, was, it was me and a sax player, and we had all the backing tracks when it was when it was bad backing tracks, like the, mm-hmm. the early well, that, days. That almost tracks. makes it better, I it think. Was, <laughs> it actually made it really amazing. <laughs> but we worked our asses off because obviously everyone wanted sax at their wedding, and they couldn't afford a full band, but they could afford these two guys with a backing band. We made a well, shitload of money, but it was never as good as a real band. I can, just kind of I can see Bruce's point, though. Oh, for sure. With, but, but on the other hand, if someone can get that happening on a really amazing level that can that doesn't feel like a circus trick, that feels like real music, then then I would say yeah, you know yeah. it's it's every bit as it's every bit as uh, uh, valid. What's the word valid? It is is anything. Yeah, and I wasn't but, definitely you know I mean I was just putting my opinion. I wasn't saying valid or not. Right. You okay. know. Um, well, that Ed Sheeran. But not- it does it does bother me just this whole world view. It's like I mean I wonder if even a guy like Art Tatum or Joe Pass or you know somebody like that. Would even be like today. It's like who the fuck? So he's playing the guitar. Big deal. Yeah. You know. I mean, they'd rather hear loopers and backing tracks and all sorts of shit, and somebody playing like, you know, what's wrong with one guy playing the guitar? You know, I mean, it's really a beautiful instrument. Andre Segovia. You know, yeah, <laughs> it's, right. Like it's okay with me. You know, yeah. uh, there's a, there's an intimacy. There's a a, a re, there's a personal organicness so the, i mean i'm not saying that the other what what has happened is i noticed that the world has pretty much discarded that notion in so many ways and on so many it seems levels to be, it's and it's, 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 it's fatty it's, it's across like the, it's across the board in the 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 whole Hey, you know, people don't talk to each other anymore. They text. People don't look at each other anymore when they have dinner. They're looking at their phones. You know, I mean, there's, it's it's not just that. It's, no, it's, it's a huge thing, and and it's just sad for a person like me who really values 
community and values interpersonal, you know, relationships. I mean, everybody who knows me knows I call people all the time. You know, I stay in touch with people that I yep. care about. Yep. And I, I reach out and I try to make time for us to hang out together. Yeah. And and so so I'm just talking about for me and you know and and my lamenting me watching the world sort of you, you taking these technological tools which are amazing and are giving us huge advantages and huge advancements but abilities to lose. do things that, that that 20 years ago we would never have believed would be yeah. possible and 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 I'm in my and and then the artistry of the people who can take these tools and make amazing things out of them. It doesn't. I'm not poo-pooing that. I mean, I'm a very well aware of it. I'm just sort of lamenting a loss just of something What are we else losing socially? Like they call it social media, but there's not a lot of. It's not really social at all because you're sitting at a computer by yourself or on your phone by yourself, talking to someone else who's by themselves. Yeah. But, I, but I, I mean, I mean, but there's good. But bad. I can't buy into the. I can't buy in. I'm not saying you're saying this because you're not really. But no. they're they're. What you're talking about, as far as all the technical stuff, it's still a very, very small percentage of really what's yeah. going on out you're in the right. real world. Mostly, yeah. people still listen to bands. Yeah, they still yep. listen to bass players and drummers and guitar players and keyboard players and saxophone players and trumpet players. Yep. And and they lots of people still love solo guitar and solo piano and solo. There's uh, there's a big know, audience I, out there for all of it. You know, you know, I gotta tell you the truth. I mean, I go to a lot of places and hear a lot of music. Just you know, I'm not talking about necessarily the uh the you know like the big clubs you know mm -hmm. but i mean just like bars where you know lounges where people play used to play jazz mm -hmm. and it's generally a person with backing tracks generally what i see really a huge preponderance this is from airport bars oh, yeah. to local lounges to piano bars no wait a minute you're not talking I'm, about I'm talk people paying to see it no no i'm talking about gigs it's a Just different gig, thing the gig world the i'm world. talking about the paying to see it oh thing. yeah right. right right the paying to see it is a different thing but you know yeah. i mean i'm talking about the music being played out in the world uh -huh. where it used to be a duo or a trio right. or yeah, just well, a guy I playing would, solo. i wouldn't argue it's, with that the you're preponderance right. of it is guys one guy with tracks or a singer with backing tracks yeah, and no, no musician. That, you're right. I mean, I'm sorry, a singer is a musician. But no, but you're, you're no, no <laughs> instrumentalist. Yeah, but you're right. You're probably right. There is more of that than there ever was in in the well, casual in the casual world and in the non-paying to see music. But I was talking about in the world where people actually go to hear artists and pay money to oh, well, see yeah, them. I'm, I'm not talking about that right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, and and. and I think and obviously like that world, band, you know. let's face it, yeah. is not as ubiquitous as it once was either. Well, maybe not, but... but um, <laughs> I mean, most, let's face it, most, you know, I mean, a town like L.A. has one or two clubs now, you know, right. I mean, that, 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 ha that fit that bill, you know, yeah. of, of, of a town of 14 million people. Yeah, well, it's know. always kind of been like that. Yeah. It's uh, even in New York. There's you. You well, there's people pay, but few you, they don't get there. paid much. Yeah. You know, you don't but, get paid much. I think with a lot of this stuff, there's still. I think you're right, Scott. A lot of people really do miss what you're talking about, Bruce, and really crave. Uh, you know, seeing well. I I, I, I know for one thing. I know that my gigs are packed. Yeah. There's every one of them is sold out. You know, so, and when they <coughs> see something, 
as that you would only think that musicians would clap for, they clap. Mm. Because like if I get real soft and then the two guys kind of get soft with me and we do something like play off each other, people clap. Yeah. They still, even non-musicians know when real music is being played. Yeah. And they get it and they like it. So there's hope. You know, there's still there's still hope. There's a lot of bands out there playing and touring and making good money playing music and still really playing yeah. or good organic music. So it's not dead by that, any that means. That magic, they can't well, replace I mean, that wait magic. Minute, wait, I mean, like, I, I don't know how my point got somehow turned into me saying the music is dead. No, I'm just saying you're talking about one kind of... Uh, I'm talking about a pervasive thing out in the marketplace that that is... Of course, way more than it because it never was, and now it's hugely ubiquitous. I'm not saying that everybody in the world has that viewpoint, nor am I saying, I mean, hey, I'm making a living playing music, and I'm not doing it. But I'm, I'm just saying that it is a huge, hugely pervasive element to our society and you know and to to, to say it's not it's just unfactual. i never said that you i know, said I mean, I mean i'm not saying the music is dead either or that there aren't uh, there aren't people out there still willing to pay money to go hear great music of course you know that's that that says without going i mean just the fact that we're doing our careers is proof of that but i mean there is this huge trend out in the overall world which which is growing which 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 with places that I always went to hear just players play, that are now one player with backing tracks, right. mm-hmm. okay. and that's what the gig is. And it's it's been a huge transformation over a lot of clubs where I used to go out and hear For players them. play, whether it was duos, trios, <clears throat> quartets, you know, or solo, that have changed to those policies. Now, do you think a lot of that and has to just, do with? Well, the the publican or the owner's like, well, you know, I can get I can get Johnny who sounds like a full band, or I can get these five. <laughs> right, other guys of course. And, well, that's that, right? right? And then there's the audience that either a doesn't care or doesn't know the difference. You know, again, it's backed. It's I mean, I'm just trying to to look at a cultural trend. You got people that appreciate great music and they're going to always look. Symphony halls are full. Yeah. Still, you know, it's like you're going to have that. Yeah, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about a a trend that's wildly. It's like you know, you got weeds growing in your garden. You still got roses. (laughs) Right. I think I think the main thing that we're talking about when you say marketplace, there's a couple different definitions of marketplace. You know, when people pay money to see something, you know, they don't want to pay to see somebody with backing tracks. That's it. I mean, now when people go into a bar and they don't really give a fuck and they're just going to the bar to have a drink, I don't think they care who's playing in the right. first place, much less if he has backing tracks or not. Yeah. Well, I think making a delineation that it's like either one thing or another is a huge No, there's a lot of gray area in between. Yeah. That's my point. But, that's what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah. Is, you know, I'm very much talking about that. Yeah. But that being said, a lot of people are paying huge amounts of money to go in and pay to hear people play to backing tracks, whether they be DJs or electronic dance music. Those are, in fact backing tracks in a certain way and um and and that is a huge industry which people pay a lot of money to go see uh that we we do that djs and the whole thing that i mean they're not 
they're backing tracks, they're not backing tracks, because they're not really backing anybody. Yeah, they're backing the DJ. I mean, the whole idea is you're going to listen to recorded music that's not being played. I think it's more like you're going to dance to recorded music. Right, well, that's a different thing. Okay, but there, but there are also people who go to observe. You know, it's like a whole that, there's a whole... Mm-hmm. There's that yeah. whole uh, whatever it's, they call it. Music. It is. It is. There's a lot, it, lot of different and, and, and aspects. There's, and there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, again, I'm not saying no. bad, good, bad, good. Um, I'm lamenting because of my own personal uh, experience right. and my own personal values. That's yeah. all. I'm not. I'm not saying you know the world doesn't need to change. You know, hey, robots will be doing everything we're doing, including the Guitar Wink podcast in 20 years probably. Oh, I hope my robot is. Really I hope my robot is sexier than me. <laughs> Not possible, Scott. You know what though? There's the cheese. There's the cheese factor of of that whole. Um, you know that whole the whole thing of the the backing tracks. Mostly, what you see these days, and it's been this way forever. And what you're talking about is what it is. It's it's not really. How do I describe this? It's not really about what's going on. It's about the level of what's going on because in our day. When you go see somebody play with backing tracks, usually those backing tracks are cheese. Oh, they were horrible. They're horrible. So, but so, they're but, not now. But now, not now, now, they're so good. now they're better, so it becomes more acceptable in society yeah, to go yeah. see it and yeah. enjoy it because it doesn't sound like the cheesy bullshit that like we're used deal. to hearing. Well, but, but it sounds really, like the really it, deep. I mean, I think you know? it, that's, a, that's a value judgment that you're qualified to make. I think most of the people that go... Don't know one difference from the other, you know. I mean, <laughs> we're probably right. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's well, like you know. I mean, and granted, you know, a lot. One guy I know who's a really great piano player, and and I was at a club where they've instituted that you have to play with backing tracks. Oh wow! Because you know, they want bigger. They want a bigger sound. They want like, a, and they won't because yeah. they can't afford. And a band, you know, and right? I kind of said, God, you got to play with backing tracks. I said it to him, you know, and he said to me, I like it. I said, what? He says, yeah, I don't have to work as hard. Well, well this kind of goes back to the whole thing of when East West came out with samples and samples of every orchestral instrument and movie scores started using samples right. instead of real musicians. Yeah. Right. And Sonia yeah. was one of them. Right. And, and yeah. you know, she, she did three mu- music scores for movies with East West. Oh, okay. And, yep. and, and all she brought was that she brought in a violin player and a cellist and a flute player to kind of add a little dimension of the real thing. But the majority of it was, it was samples. samples. And when I would go to the showing in the big theater, I would I'm hearing this music and I would go in, I can't believe that this is happening, but I get when I go to the big theater, it's not gonna sound like this, it's gonna sound bullshit. And then I go to the theater and hear it on the giant speakers, and I'll be goddamn if I can tell that it's samples. Right. It sounds like a damn orchestra, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. and 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 of course, there's all these people out of work, yeah, because they didn't. And who knows how many film scores are not using orchestras oh, anymore, sure. and using samples instead? But I th- and that's I think, been going on for what twenty years now. That's a different discussion, a very valid yeah, one, yeah. and uh, you know, that's a completely different discussion. But that's really true, you yeah. know. And I mean, it's technology, man. You know, hey, you know, for every bad thing that we can lament about being geezers, you know, and watching our our world that we grew up in that we loved that probably wasn't better, but we loved it, change to something else, you know, it's like, hey, I remember when cards didn't have seatbelts or airbags. You know what I mean? <laughs> Think they'll come out with a mechanical stander? <laughs> 
right? Will it still have a holy face on it if it's, if it's a machine-generated well, standard? Well, yeah, but it would have to have be randomized to a certain level. <laughs> Push the randomizer. Like they have in Digital Performer. I love that feature in Digital Performer. It says randomize yeah. or humanize. You're right. And humanize like, or no, yeah, right. Fuck, fuck up the tempo. <laughs> yeah, right. It's That's gonna, what it is, right? Yeah. So ridiculous. I went and seen um <laughs> I went and seen Brian Setzer with the Christmas orchestra. Man, oh, man yeah? that show is always so great. I mean wow. I didn't see oh, it this yeah. year, but I saw it a couple of years. Was it burning? Oh, oh man, it's so Brian great. just yeah. effort and just shreds, man. He tears it up. Yeah, he's really good. God, he's yeah. good. Just yeah, he's great. Yeah, and so it's such good. an amazing like feat of endurance. Oh my god, he kills And the band. The band kills. The band is like Fuck it's you know, good. I hate to say this, but sometimes big bands, you know, you go see them and it's a bunch. A little, of, it's a bunch of guys who are kind of got attitudes and little. Yeah, you know, it's just a little bit. Uh, uh, eh, eh, you know, yeah. and I mean, and these guys are all fucking so killing. into Me it. And Sarah and they're went so at into the it, and, and, and I mean, Holly. it's like you. They just bring it, and energy wise, you know. And my God, he killed it, man. He just. He's one of my favorite guitar players. He just fucking shredded and just awesome. Just. Fantastic. Sarah had a ball. It was such a great night. He's so good. Where'd he play? The Dolby Theater in Hollywood, where they have the Oscars. Oh, yeah, yeah. We were out the back, but it just sounded fucking awesome. He was so good. And I seen Albert Lee at the Baked Potato the other week. How was that? Albert wasn't really in the mood. Uh, that's too bad. <laughs> I didn't know he even played the Baked Potato. I thought that was it. too small of a venue for no, him. No, he played it. And Man, there was. He played Viva Cantina now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he played that the night before with his, mm-hmm. that other band that yeah. you've seen. But mm-hmm. I went to the Late Show, and you know, it, there was a lot going on in town, obviously, because, you know, there's the fires and there's this, there's a bad time of year, but there wasn't a lot of people there, and he, he still sounded great. Elvis, I mean, I don't know, he's 70 something? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fuck, he's still, cool, still man. killed it. But man, it was great. Player. Last night, I played with John Pisano. Uh, if we guitar night moved, oh, where where are they now? It's now in Pasadena, and it's oh, really? the twi- it's you know we celebrated the twenty year in September. That was the anniversary. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm just and gonna get some eggnog. Uh, okay. okay, where where in Pasadena? Um, are we gonna stop recording? Or no, no, going? just we can go. What? Okay. where in Pasadena? Uh, in Pasadena, a club called the Mix. It's uh, like Fair Oaks and oh, I know where it is. El Molina, yeah. Los Los Robles. I know where it is. Yeah, yeah. And um, real cool club. Mm-hmm. Looks like a great home for the club. It was the first night there, and Bob Barry released his twenty years of Guitar Night picture book. Mm-hmm. You know the guy who takes pictures mm-hmm. every night. Mm-hmm. You're in there. I've got the book. Got mm-hmm. a picture of you. Cool. Um, but I just got to say, John Pisano, he's like 86 or 7. Mm-hmm. The guy, he's just, you know, I mean, he's there. He's kicking mm-hmm. ass. He's putting energy out, keeping his up his tune, calling tunes. To the end of the night, he's having fun, kicking mm-hmm. ass. What an inspiration. Mm-hmm. What an inspiration. I mean, we're 87 is like yeah, that's up amazing. there, man. Yeah, absolutely. And, and he's in such great shape, and he's such an inspiration. I just hope it goes for 20 more years. Mm-hmm. He's just, I just got to say, what, an, what a human inspiration mm-hmm. about this all. You know, I mean, shit, I, 87, I hope I'm, damn. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I don't even imagine living to 87. That's just, Most people don't, I, I guess. I mean, but, but much that's, less like playing at that level yeah. and putting out energy at that mm-hmm. level. 
and wanting to play with younger players and 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 you know and like and you know and, and like men you know because he knows i bring a lot of energy mm -hmm. uh sir bartender could you kind of well i just thought we'd get christmasy and egg, add eggnog yeah oh, not me thank you the frappuccino's enough for him yeah I get, I get coffee. And so, um, and so just, he, you know, he like brings the energy, you know, I mean, I just, I just think the world, I mean, I just like, to me, that's just such a affirmation of humanity, mm -hmm. <laughs> along with music and all that other good oh. stuff. And the book is, is great. Anybody who's interested, it's, uh, I'm sure it's easy to find. Bob Barry is the photographer. It's this amazing coffee table book. The guy has archived 20 years of guitar playing. There's everybody from Scott Henderson to, to Ted Green to Herb Ellis to Peter Bernstein. Uh, just so many guys have played that, you know, mm -hmm. over the years. Mm -hmm. And it's just... And, and these beautiful pictures. It's it's a it's got a case. It's you know it's an amazing thing you want on your coffee table. And I mean, for somebody like Bob to know that this was like an important thing to the world. Mm -hmm. You know, you think about back like the pictures we have of Billie Holiday and Lester Young and 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 Art Blakey and Wayne Shorter and you know all those pictures of those years. <clears throat> were because some guy like Bob Barry knew this was important mm -hmm. and documented it because mm -hmm. the world didn't give a shit mm -hmm. and you know nobody nobody was paying money to make this happen and yet one guy who had that or maybe a couple of guys had that vision that what 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 was happening here was important documented it and now we have it mm -hmm. that's pretty cool it's an amazing mm -hmm. i mean we so much of the time we don't acknowledge those people, you know? Of course, the people who did the thing, you know, like Coltrane and those people, we, we acknowledge. But the people that documented it, that knew mm. what was happening, even though the world really wasn't on to it, man, those people are heroes. It's mm -hmm. pretty cool. I want to get that book. That sounds yeah. awesome. Um, last, you know, we are into... Episode 99, this is 99C, or probably 99D. <laughs> We're never going to hit 100. But I'm yeah. really glad he told me that, because, man, I would have been dying if you hadn't have told me that. I'd... Thanks well, a lot. <laughs> well, we, well, the reason why I bring it up is because we weren't around for our 100th show. We want to what? We weren't around. We didn't organize oh. anything. Bruce was in Hawaii. Oh. None of us were here. And I thought, well, I can't let the hundred... Oh, we didn't celebrate it. We didn't celebrate. We didn't do anything. So... Well, don't we need a special guest for the no. you know, well, 100th show? Well, why do we show? need a special guest? Well, they weren't here know, for the first hundred. I could bring Buster. <laughs> well, they weren't here for the first hundred. Why should they be here for the hundred? <laughs> well, whatever we decide to do for the hundred, uh -huh. we're not turning a hundred until we're ready to turn a hundred. Okay. So, hence, we're 99C. Oh, that's fine with me. Okay. Uh, actually, we might be 99. 99D now. But what I told the fans, right, we have some giveaways to give for the 100th show when we do it. We have a bunch of stuff from Wireworld. They send us like over 500 bucks worth of stuff mm -hmm. to give away. Mm -hmm. We have some stuff from Fender. And we're going to get some stuff from some of our other sponsors. 
But what you got to do to be in this giveaway competition thing, mm-hmm. to even be eligible, you got to do three things. Okay. The first thing is you got to go to guitarwank.com and you got to subscribe. Right? Okay. Or go to iTunes and subscribe or No, you got to subscribe on the website so we get your email. Okay. And then we can sell that off and get money on the back end. Smart. <laughs> no, we won't do that. So if you get like, yeah. Never so mind. if we have 100,000 emails, we can make a shitload of money. No, it's just not. Um, so that's the first thing you got to do. You got to subscribe. The second thing you have to do, you got to go to iTunes or Stitcher or any of the places that you listen to the podcast and leave a favorable review. Or just <laughs> an honest review. An honest, honest review. review. Okay. I'm pushing favorable. Okay. <laughs> you're, you're a dreamer, aren't you? <laughs> I like that about him. I like that. It's one of his endearing And he has so few. He's got, yeah, he's got so few dreams. <laughs> and then he takes the ones that are almost impossible. He dreams the impossible yeah. dream. Well, you know, let's face it. Without Troy, it would be impossible. And with him, it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. And what an idiot. <laughs> I'm dreaming big here. And a, and a third thing is you have to write into guitarwank at gmail.com and tell us one or a couple of things that you love about guitarwank.com, a guitarwank podcast. Okay? And we've had a bunch of people do it. That oh, really? Sounds wonderful. So I thought we would, because this is our. 99 um, EF hmm. 99 double, whatever double D. Let's do double D. <laughs> okay, we, we're going to do that. How about 99 D cut? <laughs> I think we should do that because that's, that's brilliant. But um, at the end of year uh, holiday season, we're going to get you guys to read out some um, little, little things here. So, Scott, I'm going to give you this one. What? You can't read. I can't read. Yeah, you can. <laughs> and, and I don't and, even have my glasses on, so this... I, and um, and Bruce, you can you can start with this one. Start the the second, not the top part there, because that's the last of. Scott. What do I read? At the top, it just name someone, Michael Kelly. Michael Kelly wrote email in. address. No, how come no. I can't read the top one? It's nice. Well, it's at the end of Scott's page. Oh, okay. So so, so I'll Scott, let him finish. It. Yeah, let him finish Soon. first. Okay, well, I love the inside stories of legends of music that are shared among you three wankers. Thank you, and your guests. Your guests are great guests. I also love the fact many of the experiences at gigs with Tone, club owners, Salmon, etc. are shared by us all. Uh, this makes me feel like a normal wanker. That's good. Uh, <laughs> I especially love the inspiration to practice more and listen better, uh, which I've been doing a lot more since I started listening to Guitar Wank. Please keep wanking I, every night. I <laughs> Thanks, guys. I hope I... I, I think that says oh i hope i win <laughs> i need gear <laughs> that's honest Michael. that's good i appreciate that yeah that sounds like me i'm so poor the only thing i can uh the only thing i can afford because i'm a working musician is my gear and my computer so that i can listen to guitar wank <laughs> press on wankers thank you so much michael thank you that's michael. very nice that's thank you warms your heart bruce or, do you want to read yours so so i'm not reading the top i'm well, reading well read read that second one then we'll go back to this okay part. hi guitar wank Who's by the way from? by the way scott your oratory skills are like on par with calvin coolidge i just got to say what did i do <laughs> <laughs> did i do something bad <laughs> hi guitar wank hi guitar wank hold on who is it from 
Well, it says at the bottom. Don't we want to wait till we get there? Oh, well, okay. You can do it however you want to do it. Hi, Guitar Wank. <laughs> what a great podcast you have here. I'm somewhere in between having listened to all episodes. I've been catching new ones since about episode 70-ish, and I'm catching my way up. Started on one and now to almost 40. Still, I've got plenty to listen to. Yay! Hey, I feel I got a lot out of your show. Some more than others. LOL. Always a good laugh and some perspective. The early shows had so much educational content, it was amazing. It sounds like the guys got exhausted teaching. I get that. I teach too. What's funny is how they can't stop teaching even when they say they're done. Kills me. LOL. So besides the educational aspect, I dig the honest opinions and humor you all have to share with us. Keep up the great work. Happy holidays and Merry New Year. Thanks, Justin May. You sound like Bob Barker. I know. <laughs> Isn't that good? Though? That's good, right? That's good, didn't it? <laughs> I, 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 I signed up. I signed up for that that uh, you know that online well, uh, online course in overdubbing. You no, you're over- going to be on Wheel of Fortune know, man, any day. Survey says. <laughs> well, that was that was from who? Justin Time. No, Justin May. Justin Bieber. <laughs> that was Justin Bieber. That warmed my heart. Scott, what's your next one? Uh, This is from Dan Greenwood, and he says, Out of all the things I've enjoyed about this is the communication and community. I live in the UK, and um, can I ask you a question or opinion? Oh, and I can ask you a question or opinion, and it's discussed. In reality, you have created a community on here, and we've all benefited tremendously. Uh, Troy, I also wanted to mention, you may want to put a caveat, caveat? Caveat. Caveat. Caveat, right, on the giveaway. I'm in the UK, and a large percentage of listeners most likely will not live in the mainland US, therefore cost of shipping may be high. <laughs> so you're promising like to, sh- to, sh- to give them a $5 item that costs $50 to ship. <laughs> <laughs> that's so kind that he thought of that's that. really you know that's really a very a smart letter <laughs> right because <laughs> i'm shipping a cabinet to europe for my tour and um it's 500 bucks <laughs> 500 bucks to ship it over to europe ship an ir man <laughs> they <it's> crazy man <laughs> isn't that it what it is shipping, IR? Yeah, who, yeah who was that one Ship, from that's from dan greenwood Good on you, Dan. In the See, UK. That warms my heart. Bruce, have Thank you, gonna... you, Dan. But me, I've only got parts of two oh, others. Dude, here, have this one then. Um, oh. Have that one. That's the next page. I feel you. like this is an eye test at the DMV. <laughs> yeah. That's oh, the, you want like me to read the one with the big print? No, you, we... That's good. Be- or I can read the second yeah, half of this. Yeah, you can read the second part of that. Okay. This is from Alex Bergsland. Hey, Alex. Hi, I've been listening to your podcast. He actually wrote, listening to you podcast for something like a year, and I think everything about it is great. My guitar playing skill is very low, but I like to listen to people talking about working as a guitarist and everything about it. It's like sitting there with you on the couch and laughing with you. Mostly I listen through my headset while at work. 
I'm an electrician, and time just flies by while listening to anything guitar related. He's a sparky. Uh, this is scaring me now. He's a sparky. You know? That's really funny. This is really scaring me. That's awesome. Like how many houses have been are on fire right now because of the podcast? This is scaring me. Look, there goes another house yeah, on right. fire. Don't, <laughs> Thanks, don't touch Scott. that light switch. <laughs> Subconsciously, I guess I'm learning a lot from you guys, even though the level you are is miles away. And Troy, your long intros, rants, and whatever are great. It's your show, and that's why I listen to it. Every episode have me laughing most or all the time. You guys are a lot of fun. Also, the third thing for this competition was writing a review where I download the podcast, but the thing I use is Beyond Pod on Android, and it only uses the RSS to download the episode. Boring. It's automatic. There is nowhere to review the episodes. Too technical. I honestly can't find anywhere to write one that isn't iTunes related, and I'm not touching iTunes. <laughs> I, I wouldn't either, man. In this world, you know, you get touch, you get in trouble for touching anything, <laughs> especially one of your light switches. If I fall in short, if I fall short because it, then so be it. But do you know of any other way? Uh, you know, I think you're in it, Alex. Just like. Please pay attention to your work. People's lives depend on. <laughs> Don't burn a family alive in their home because of us. Ah, <laughs> oh, Scotty, you got another one there? No, I'm done, man. That's you, it. That's all I got. You don't? Yeah. Here, I'll tell you, we'll do a tag team. You read the first half of that uh, one, and I'll, the one at the bottom, and I'll read the last half. There you go. Oh, yeah, this is from Eric. Um, looks like Eric, Eric Nordstrom. Oh, he um, donated too. Hey guys, yeah. here's my entry, step three in the 100th episode giveaway. I subscribed and left a review on Stitcher. What's Stitcher? That's another thing to like iTunes. Under the, okay, service. under the name Evolver. Interestingly, the only other review was a cat named Troy. <laughs> <laughs> Troy Cub. Is that your stage name? Yeah. That's your porn name, right? Was it a good review? I hope that's I left your, this a good review. That's your porn name. Oh, man. <laughs> See, here are the, the things I here. love about Guitar Way. I got Take caught. it away, Bruce. Here's, this is what he loves or he hates? This is what he loves oh, well, okay. and hates. One. Number one. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, one as in one. Honesty and integrity. You guys are honest about the world as you see it but you're even more honest about yourselves. Yes, the talk gets loose, but it always comes from a place of love and respect. Yeah, thanks, man. Two, number <laughs> two. Musicality. You're not giving lessons, but you're always talking about music and musicality. I've discovered a ton of great music through your podcast. Plus, Bruce is like a Zen master. <laughs> really, he said that. I didn't make that up. Keep up the great work. <laughs> that's, that's too good. That's too good. All right, I well, obviously caught a couple of your hippie. Th uh, yeah, yeah. He, like, he, like, he likes my thing. He likes the hippie rant. He likes my read, thing. Read from Jeff. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Jeff Taylor. Uh, you always have a show that inspires me to play and think about... Uh, oh, think about long before and after the gig. Uh, your community-based discussions and reminders just feel good. It seems to be the missing link for making sense out of why we do this day in and day out. 
You provide a resource for me to tell hilarious jokes. That's the most important thing. (laughs) (laughs) Don't ever forget that's the most important thing. I've written many of them down and memorized to tell to others. Best country song titles kills. Yes, that is a very good one. You always mention at least a few players or products I've never heard of that I write down and go research and find out how glad I am I learned about it on the show. Uh, to a hundred more. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jeff. Oh man, that's that was appreciate really cool. it, man. What were the country songs? Oh, oh you know, best you, country songs. Uh, my, you know, you know, I keep missing you, but my aim's getting better. <laughs> <laughs> I went to bed at I went to bed at two with a ten and woke up at ten with a two. <laughs> <laughs> One of my personal yeah, favorites. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Honey, I'm so miserable without you. It's almost like you're here. <laughs> How can I kiss the mouth that screams at me all day? <laughs> they were good. <laughs> if the phone rings... <laughs> <laughs> what is the phone rings and no one answers? It's You'll me. Know it's me. <laughs> <coughs> no, no. If the ph- Something no, like that. that one, if the phone don't ring, you'll know it's you me. You'll know it's me. You'll know it's me, right. That's so awesome. <laughs> uh, oh, that brought a killer. tear to my eye. That's, That's so emotional. Killer. Very emotional. Okay. What, at the bottom there, Scott? Uh, yeah, this is from Kevin Thomas. And you um, follow on. I already, I already, it says, I already two things out of three. <laughs> <laughs> Signed up and reviewed uh, Guitar Wank on Stitcher. Now, here's why I love Guitar Wank. Number one, it's free. <laughs> that, no, that, number, that makes sense. Number two, it's only audio. We don't have to see you guys. <laughs> number three, as I said on Stitcher Review, Guitar Wank makes my week. Now I'm happy. I smile all day long. I have more friends. I got a pay raise. My tap water turned from hard to soft thanks to Guitar, <laughs> guitar Wank. Number four, fun stories. <laughs> Number five, old men telling the same fun story for the fifth time. <laughs> <laughs> Number 100 coming? Once again, a big thank you great. to the three of you. Have a great time towards the end of the year, and please help us going through two and 2018 shit. Ooh. As you did with 2017. Oh, Keep on waking. Don't get I just me started. Say, I put it, as, as those of you who follow me on Facebook know, Every time I release a mu- my music masterclass, I make a poem, mm-hmm. a long poem about it. And um, this time, no different, I did the poem. For yesterday, it came out. If you go on my Facebook or would, could you, me. If I pull it up, would you read it? And it's actually on the guitar. Way. I guess I could read it. But <laughs> anyways, Facebook yesterday said, hey, this post is doing really well. We've decided to give you a $10 credit towards boosting it and advertising mm-hmm. i said oh boy you know it's hard to 10 free 10 bucks man who's going to turn that down mm-hmm. so i took it but of course i had to pay 10 more to get the free 10 oh but <laughs> but anyways i said okay i'll bite i'll do it and i clicked on doing it and then like 20 seconds later i get a thing that says we're sorry we disapproved your post <laughs> <laughs> now, like, awesome. I didn't even ask them for anything. They asked me, and uh, now they disapproved it. That's classic. <laughs> because I had a bad word mm. in it. It's, I hear and it's, it's offensive it. material. It's that time of year full of holiday cheer. Thinking the last thing we need 
is some super geeky screed. But the music is the thing that delights and unites us. Oh, shit, it's a whole big thing. I'm going to let you read it. Yeah. Oh, man. It's long. Yeah, but it's good. Here, we'll take this. All right. Oh, it's on a computer. It's hard to read. Okay. It's that time of year full of holiday cheer, thinking the last thing we need is some super geeky screed. But the music is the thing that delights and unites us, so I'm releasing this ditty for a happy Hanukkah Kwanzaamas. But after five, then making yet another video lesson, I figured it was time to get down for some serious confessing. A few things that I've just had on my chest, getting them all out in the open seems to be best. I had to be honest, even a bad word or two, so I let it all out what I hold to be true. The music is better than just the parts, time to unleash that which we tell with our hearts. Notes and rhythms don't care, not even one bit. It's up to our imagination to keep them sounding like shh.
<laughs> so I sure I could have gone wild, delivered licks by the pounds, but you just end up with music that's better than it sounds. This here is a session is about the music, not playing, you see, and creating the pathway and mindset to set it all free. So if this isn't your thing or it's a bit out of date, then just make it a gift for someone you hate. <laughs> You'll have to decide, so why not today? You got something to play or something to say. Yeah, we have to that's snap our fingers. Really good, dude. Yeah. That's how beatniks applaud shit yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> snap your fingers. Do they have beatniks still? Yeah, I think so. Oh, uh, cool, man. I would need to find me some. Oh, my God. That was a great poem. I always thought John Schofield's music was kind of like beatnik jazz. It's kind of beatnik. Yeah, you know? Know, I mean, a cool. Yeah, it's yeah. actually a really it's kind cool of beatnik way to put. Jazz. I always thought, you know, and, and and I've I've said this to John, so I'm not speaking out of turn, but like, I wish I'd have figured it out. You know, I, blues licks in the wrong key. Yeah, who'd have figured? <laughs> I'd have been playing. I've been trying to play them in the right key my whole fucking yeah, life. Yeah, that's where you went wrong. <laughs> who would have figured? <laughs> That's that's you know what I mean. Damn, I gotta hand it to him. I should have thought of that one. (laughs) That that's hilarious, and that was a great poem, Bruce. You you were very great. There's a whole bunch of them, man. There's five of them. I mean, there's five of them. Four. Each one had one. You need to do a book. I have to find them all. Um, Troy, Merry Christmas to you and your family as well. We had a lot of people worry about us in the fires. We are all okay. Every one of us is. Seems to be okay at well, the present d- time. Debatable. Well, um, Simon Phillips wasn't. Simon, Simon Phillips lost his house. Yeah, Simon Phillips so, lost yep. his house is in he the, the fires. Is he the, is yeah. he the jerk on American Idol? No, no. no. <laughs> so that's Simon Cowell. Oh, <laughs> Simon Phillips is a great drummer. Great drummer. Oh, great drummer. Okay. He used to yeah. be with Toto for many years. Oh, that Play, guy. Plays with a lot of oh, people. Did yeah, he, was yeah. it up in like Santa Barbara? Area? I don't know where it was, no, but I know he I lost his was, house. And it was really Ventura? sad. Ventura, I think. Oh shit! Mm-hmm. That's yeah. I mean, a lot of people lost their houses. This, yeah. is, this is so sad, and it's so crazy. Can, can I ask and a dumb question? And the wind is happening again right now. This wind just yeah, popped wind. up again. Can I ask a up. dumb question? I know it's going to be a dumb question, but I'm just going to ask it anyway. Yeah. Okay. So now I understand people want to live in beautiful areas, but I I don't know why people buy property in areas that burn every single year, and there's always these. What a catastrophe. <laughs> I mean, no, but seriously, I mean, they really, a lot of people live in these areas and it's almost like a given that every year when these winds happen, they're going to fucking Fires. burn. Yeah. Well, not generally speaking, not every year they burn, but you know, you're right. But they you're they right. burn they, a they, lot. Yeah, yeah, they do have recurrence. And, and here's another dumb question. I know it's a dumb question, but they're always talking about, you know, Chopping down trees in the in in the rainforest in Brazil, and everybody's pissed off about it. Why don't they want to chop down the trees that cost taxpayers jillions of dollars every year to buy new houses for people? Why don't they chop those trees down so they don't catch on fire and burn everybody's house down? You know what I mean? Oh, like, I know what you're saying. Why don't they? Why don't they? Right. Why don't they do the houses? Or, the whole trees around houses instead of in the rain. Yeah, forest. like like in other words, why don't they chop down those trees that are going to catch people's houses on fire? Or is it not the trees that catch the houses on fire? It's the brush and the low it, shit. It's yeah. generally it's the brush. It's yeah, the, the brush catches everything on fire. That's the, the you know that I mean. Of course, you're asking me. I'm just, I mean, I just wondered. I was just curious about it There's, because you know these people live in a house 
basically surrounded by trees. So well, when those trees catch on fire, there goes your house, man. Yeah, but I mean, also, also you got to remember that a lot of these, the ambers that, that have been carried by the winds. As, that's what does it. That's yeah, carrying that, yeah, it a long I mean, way, The winds too. blow, what, like 60 miles an hour, and then the fire spreads so fast that it's before We've you can do anything and, about and it. And to be honest with you, Scott, the right kind of winds and a fire starting in the right place, uh -huh. your Could neighborhood... Goes, goes just, just like as that. fast as theirs. Holy does. shit! But I'm, I'm not saying that your your question isn't dumb, and it's like I live in the country. I just I live in the country. It. Yeah, and we're you know my canyon that I live in. I look at it because we had the big surf fire, you know, uh -huh. and it got very close to us. And wow. I'm just looking at this, and I'm going, we're just like living in a, in a box of matches. Yeah. You know, I mean, even though our house is, is made of adobe, which doesn't burn. Right. I mean, there's there's like a wood roof and there's a, you know, and we've got a good clearance around our house still. It's like embers flying, you know, something will catch fire sure. and something will get in the house and everything inside will burn, you yeah. know. Yeah. Like it did in, you know, Santa Rosa, mini malls burned. Yeah. Think about it. Those well, things are cement. I'm yeah. just showing my stupidity, of no, course. No, I don't, I mean, I don't I know enough about really, it. Really, yeah. really a I'm big just... problem we've got which we all don't want to talk about is California is a very deserty sure. kind of place. Dry here. And it goes through periodic droughts and not to not to mention the, the the climate change. I'm not saying I'm not being political. I'm not saying what caused it. We all know that it's getting warmer and we're getting less rain. Yeah. And and those things along with these winds. Oh my god, yeah. And 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 huge population influx and building booms. You know, I mean, come on. You know, it doesn't I mean, it's not a stupid question to say like what does that mean? You know, you know mm, what what if sure. you put all that together, this is what you get. The San Fernando <clears throat> Valley could go down like that. The right amount of the right amount of wind and fire starting. There, yeah. There's no way a fire department could put that out what? if yeah. if the conditions were right. Just like this, Tom, this this fire, the Thomas fire. I think Thomas fire. Yeah, mm -hmm. this Thomas fire is proving it's been weeks now, and it's it's coming back again because of these winds. Oh, these winds. You know, I mean, you you can't you can't fuck with Mother Nature, man. Yeah. You know, and there's just too many people, and we've overbuilt, and uh, in a particularly deserty place, and Hey, at least we don't have hurricanes. Yeah. <clears throat> and then we'll get fucking earthquakes and we'll be all screwed. Hey, man, yeah. we were going to not do the, no downer. No downer. It's no, Christmas. That's right. It's Christmas. Oh, it's, it's after Christmas by Christmas. now. Christmas. It's New Year's. You know the mm -hmm. second one is New Year's. Oh, shit. This is New Year's. Happy New Year. Hey, man. How are you? How are you? <laughs> God, yeah, you look, I remember you from last year. <laughs> yeah, you know. And you know what? You, you, all those resolutions, it's obvious you didn't. Stick to him. I didn't follow. Yeah, I had a New Year's resolution never to do this fucking podcast again, and here I am. <laughs> God damn it! Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> another one broken. Yeah. Now, now, do you guys do that news? Do you have New Year's goals, resolutions, whatever you want to call it? I don't. Nah. Nah. Okay. I don't. I mean, every day is a New Year's resolution to me. Yeah, you know, me I too. Try to try to be a good person. Do try the to best be better I can, every day. You know, with, with poems like that. You're you're achieving your goal, sir. Well, I don't know about that. I just wrote that one day every fucking year. I like, I like this one. Someone wrote in. They said, um, this is from Peter. And he said, to me, the best thing about Guitar Wank is that Troy looks better than he sounds. <laughs> 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 I'll, I'll give him that. 
Uh, honesty, integrity. You guys are honest. We've already done that. About the world as you see it, haven't have we? Yeah, I already read that. Really? Oh, you did. Guys, you're getting older than us. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but, but now, that's, now that it's the new year, I have another surprising announcement. Oh, <laughs> you're pregnant. <laughs> Damn, I was <laughs> saving that. I hope my wife doesn't find out. <laughs> um, I got a new CD coming out. A new CD? Oh, that's right. The Junkyard the, Duo CD mm-hmm. is coming out. Uh, when is it due? should be out somewhere about now. And I still feel bad because I haven't listened to it yet. Don't worry about it. No, I will. I just have to make <laughs> no, it. I have to make an MP3 CD and put it in my car. But by that time, you'll probably just give me a CD, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. I can yeah. just put it wait, in my wait car. Wait it out, baby. Wait yeah. it out. Yeah. Um, I'm very excited, sort of, about this. Uh, it's the Junkyard Duo Instagramophone CD. Instagramophone. Instagramophone. Oh. Okay, explain to the listeners why it is the Instagramophone. I got it. I thought Junkyard Duo would make you more interested, but okay. Um, Instagramophone. The world of technology has often, as we've discussed, cr- created parameters for the way we deal with it. You know what I mean? It's not just like technology is something we use as, as something to serve us. Sometimes it actually creates the rules of the game, as you know. Much like the three or four minute tune that we have all lived with for the last hundred years is because the actual 78 and the wax cylinders, and the, that's the amount of music they could hold. So songs became that length. Right. And then, of course, uh, radio stations popped up, and they liked that because that short length allowed them time for advertisements and stuff in between. And, you know, the whole idea of composing a song that was three minutes or three and a half minutes, which everybody always did, was basically a technological revolution, not an artistic one, but all the artists just created within that parameter and that paradigm. Well, now you've got Instagram, which allows us only one minute of posting. Mm -hmm. And, uh, of course, with our technology-addled, hyper-multitasking, attention-deficit world, one minute is about as far as people can go these days. (laughs) So, uh, with my concept of the Junkyard Duo, which is very old-school hobo, 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 you know, (laughs) train yard, junkyard stuff, we also recognize the new world, which is one minute. So most of the tunes of the 29 songs on there are one minute long. Thank you. 
Thank you.